Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on another episode of Chomp at the Bit. I appreciate you tuning in. You know, we have Saturday NFL. Really loving it. You know, it's always the best time of the year. That means the games are that much more important. You know, playoffs are right around the corner. So we now have, you know, Saturday, well, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday games. What could be better? All around, all the other sports that's going on. But I think I teased this maybe last week or so where I said I was going to bring back my picks because I hadn't done picks in a few weeks. So that's what I'm going to do today. Now, of course, I can't do the Thursday game on here because <clears throat> the game was already played. But if you check me out on pre-gaming pigskin over on Sports Empire Network, which I do Tuesdays and Thursdays, then you would have heard my pick. I picked San Francisco in that game. They won. So we'll go through the rest of the games. Um, recording this about half an hour or so before the first game on Saturday, so you know, games haven't played yet. I'm going to do it against the spread as normal. So those of you um, who might be new to the show, when I make my picks, I always do it against the spread. I don't just pick the winners. So uh, I'm going to pull this up here. And I'm going to go through this using the old ESPN pick them. And yes, yeah, so obviously you can't choose that one. But I did have San Francisco, so that one would be a win. But, you know. All right, so the first game, Vikings, Colts. Vikings are a four and a half point favorite. I feel like you have to go with the Vikings here. I mean, since Jeff Saturday got that win, what, his first week against the Raiders, I believe they haven't won a game since. The Vikings are the better team. They should get this win. Uh, it's, it's one o'clock, so we don't have to worry about prime time. Kirk Cousins coming out. Although I'm not sure how that rule works in terms of Saturday. But one o'clock, we're not going to count as prime time. They should get this win. Um, Justin Jefferson having a great year. Wouldn't be surprised if he got a touchdown or two in this game. All right, next game, Ravens-Browns. Browns are a two-and-a-half point favorite. Now, you're probably looking at that and thinking, how is that possible? But Lamar Jackson is not going to play. Uh, Huntley looks like he's cleared concussion protocol, so he will play. And I mean, it's going to be Huntley... Deshaun Watson. How does Deshaun Watson look? Was this the second week now or is it third week? Uh, but he looked, that's his third week because he was, you know, looked rough against the Texans. I can't remember who they played last week. It was slightly better, but I'm sure we won't look, we won't see anything close to pre all of this off the field issue. Uh, Deshaun Watson until probably next season when he has a full offseason to really get into shape. I'm actually going to go with the upset here. I feel like the Ravens defense can do enough to keep the game low scoring where Hundley probably just has to engineer maybe 17 points worth of offense. 
and I could see the Ravens winning this like 17-13 or something like that. All right, next we've got Dolphins, Bills, seven and a half point spread. I'm gonna go with the Bills on this one. I I just don't like what I'm kind of hearing from like Miami and all that in terms of trying to replicate cold weather situations. I mean, I think I saw a story where they, well, actually, uh, Tuesday show over on Sports Empire, Dylan kind of let me know that apparently they, like, turned up the air conditioning to try to make it cooler, but they can only get it down to, like, 50 degrees, and they practiced in that. Now, Buffalo's going to be much colder than that. Uh, I think there's going to be chances of snow or whatever, so not, yeah, not really the best look, so... I fully expect the Bills to win this one. And this cold weather issue could be something that's interesting for the Dolphins down the stretch because they have this game against Buffalo. They have to go to New England as well. And with the way that the playoff picture is looking right now, those are going to be important games. So uh, we'll have to see what happens there and if the Dolphins can kind of figure that out. But I'm going to the Bills in this one. Now, seven and a half point spread. The point, the half point does make me a little weary, but I think the Bills probably get 10 point win here. All right, Falcons versus Saints. Three and a half point spread. This is going to be Desmond Ritter's first start for his career. You know, they just had their bye week and they decided to make the coaching change. I mean, the quarterback change. And uh, I think they said Mariota needs a knee procedure. I guess that's convenient timing, but it's like, yeah, so we'll get to see Ritter against the Saints. Saints, I mean, have had a uh, disappointing season, although because of Tampa Bay's struggles, they're not fully out of it yet. Falcons come, will be going into this game only a game behind the Bucks. so depending on what happens with the Bucks and uh, Panthers as well, the Falcons could find themselves either tied for the lead or whatever at the end of this game so that's a lot to play for and I I just have this sneaky suspicion for some reason that Ritter and the Falcons somehow pull this off um, it'd be so it'd be easy to go with you know Andy Dalton and the Saints because you know they've been playing together all year and we don't know what Ritter's gonna look like the Falcons defense we know isn't that good but, I don't know. Crazier things have happened. I feel like maybe the Falcons try to play time of possession with their running game. Maybe they go, you know, screen passes to get Ritter more involved and get him more accustomed. I don't know. I just got a weird feeling on that one. So, I'll take the upset there. Falcons plus three and a half. All right. Eagles-Bears. I mean, I'm going Eagles. You know, no fields. Uh, the Bears' defense isn't that good. I think the only worry would be could if the Eagles maybe try to play down to the Bears here and the game becomes closer than it should be. Uh, I fully expect the Eagles to win this one. Once again, 8.5 is kind of a, a bigger spread than I would like. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think the Eagles go into this game, dominate, so I think the 8.5 is not a problem at all. It's a game of the Eagles. All right, this one's one of the more interesting games of the week, Lions-Jets, because if you haven't been paying attention, the Lions find themselves 6-7 and seven 
Uh, I believe they're a game out of the playoffs or a game and a half out. And this is after starting one and six. So they've gone on and won five out of their last six games. The offense is flowing right now, you know, defensively. Uh, Hutchinson and those guys are coming up with timely, timely turnovers. And uh, this is, this is going to be uh, – because we have no Mike White for the Jets. That, we learned that, uh, I think, yesterday or so. So we're going to have Zach Wilson, who's now back as a starter. We'll see what these few weeks have taught him. You know, has he – become a better leader as he become more accountable we'll see um the jets are half point favorite so you know i guess all things considered if it was a neutral field the lines would be your favorite and because of that well not just because of that but because i like what the lines are doing i think this end of the season run that they've gone on has looked really good for dan campbell and should give Lions fans something to be optimistic about looking forward to next season. So I think the Lions keep it rolling and they get this done. And to be honest with you, looking at the Lions schedule, nine and eight is not out of the question, possibly 10 and seven. And to think that after starting one and six, the Lions have a legitimate shot at the playoffs. And I got to kind of be honest with you, might have the best shot of you know those teams that are right around six and seven seed in the NFC of getting in because right now it's the Giants and Commanders who are both seven five and one who have the six and seven spot but like I said the Lions are right there and I, I think they find a way to get in and I'm, I'm I'm happy for Lions fans all right next game Steelers Panthers so looking at this game it looks like Pickett hasn't you know clear concussion protocol so he probably won't play uh, Mike Tom's got to make a decision does he go to Trubisky who filled in for Pickett last game but through three terrible interceptions or really cost them the chance to win that game against the Ravens which they should have won to be honest with you but like I said Trubisky with the interceptions you just can't have that uh, Deontay Johnson who's a wide receiver on the Steelers wants Mason Rudolph to start. I don't know what it is about Steelers wide receivers. You know, Antonio Brown, we saw the way he kind of fell out with the Steelers. Chase Claypool and all of his, we don't have fun here. Now Deontay Johnson. I, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know what it is with wide receivers in Pittsburgh, but um, Carolina, I guess has kind of saved their season since firing Matt Rule a little bit. Um, they come into this one only a game behind the Bucks. I believe Sam Darnold is now starting for them as well. So Darnold versus Trubisky. Ugh, that's rough. I feel like I feel like if it's Trubisky, I'd probably pick Carolina. If it's Mason Rudolph, I might actually go with the Steelers for some reason. It might come down to which defense do I trust more. Do I trust, I, I probably trust TJ Watt. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with the upset. Give me the Steelers here. I think the Steelers get the win outright. Yeah. But, I mean, 
I'm sure not a lot of you or myself will probably watch this game, but hmm, I mean, maybe it's interesting. Maybe Darnold's finally in a place where he can succeed a little bit. Uh, I, I do want to see what Tomlin makes of the Trubisky versus Rudolph debate and whether Deontay Johnson's, you know, public outcry for Rudolph works out for him. Or does he start Trubisky and that leads to some issue with Deontay Johnson? Who knows? A lot of storylines in Pittsburgh all of a sudden. All right, so now we have the Cowboys-Jaguars four and a half point spread. Um, this is the game, looking at it, Cowboys should win easily, right? But if you tuned in on Tuesday night to the Big 3 podcast, which I do over on Sports Empire Network, I made this my upset of the week. I actually think the Jaguars have a very good chance in this one. Uh, Peterson has Trevor Lawrence and that offense playing much better than they did I guess in the middle part of the season, because early early in the season they were looking pretty good, but now um, seems like they kind of found that magic that they had early in the season again. And if you look at it, the Jaguars technically still have a shot at the division because the Titans are seven and six leading it, so it's a two game lead. You know, four games left, not a lot of time to catch up, of course, but um, it's not out of the realm of possibility. So I think the Jaguars get the win here. The Cowboys offense, just something about it. You know, Prescott doesn't look like the same guy from a couple of years ago. Uh, I think they, you know, they're, they're definitely reliant on Tony Pollard and Ellie in the backfield. So if the Jaguars can slow that down, that would really help them. But I think Lawrence, as long as you can Find a way to stop Micah Parsons. I know it's going to be tough. I think Trevor Lawrence can find openings down the field against the Cowboys. So that's going to be the big matchup. Micah Parsons versus that Jaguars offensive line. But I think the Jaguars get it done. All right, we've got Chiefs-Texans. I mean, 14 and a half. That's, that's a scary number in this one. Because all things considered, the Texans on defense, they... They come to play every week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, plenty of questions about the Texans offensively, especially with no Damian Pierce in this one. I believe Brandon Cooks is out as well. Although, to be honest with you, I couldn't really tell you how well Brandon Cooks has played this year. But I know who Brandon Cooks is, and he's a guy who... Um, He's speed out there. So that's missing that is never a good thing. I think the Pierce being out part will probably hurt much more than Brandon Cooks. <sighs> Hesitantly, I'm going to take the Chiefs minus 14 and a half. Like I said, that spread is way too big for me. I never feel comfortable with double digit spreads, much less two touchdown spreads because it is the NFL and you never know. But I, I think in this one, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, 
maybe if they maybe if this was like a couple of weeks later in the season and they didn't really have much to play for i probably would have gone texans plus 14 and a half but the chiefs are trying to get that number one seat and right now they're tied with buffalo i think buffalo buffalo has a tiebreaker of course so they're going all out give me the chiefs cardinals broncos before the season, this was a really good matchup. We would have Russell Wilson versus Kyler Murray. Now, wouldn't you have it coming into this game? Neither one of those guys is going to play. So, be that as it may, I guess this is going to be Colt McCoy versus is that Brett Rippin, I think. And, huh. The Cardinals like to blitz. I think because of that, that could give Brett Rippin a lot of issues. But I can also see it working against them where if Denver, well, that'd be trusted uh, Nathaniel Hackett to have a really good game plan. Give him the Cardinals here. Not to say Kingsbury is much better, but Cole McCoy, at least we know what he is. Uh, I mean, when he came in for Kyler Murray against the Patriots one, last Monday night, it wasn't bad. So I think the offense can still be somewhat functional with Colt McCoy. So because of that, give him the Cardinals. All right, 4.05 p.m. Patriots Raiders. Of course, once again, if you're new to the show, I am a Patriots fan, so I will definitely be paying attention to this one as well. They have the Raiders as a half-point favorite. The game is in Vegas. You know, it's the Josh McDaniels revenge game, I guess. Going up against his uh, former boss and Bill Belichick. This is going to be a real test of the Patriots defense. The Patriots defense is really good this year. Uh, the Raiders have Devontae Adams. We know what he can do. Um, I think there's, are, I believe there's questions about Josh Jacobs' availability for this game. I think he'll play. I believe, uh, I can't remember what the injury report said, but I think Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro will be back for this one. So that that's interesting. And I mean, this is a game that the Patriots really need to have to get that eighth win because their last three games are against the Bengals. Dolphins and Bills, or it's Bills and then Dolphins. So that's that's tough. Three game stretch. No, it's it's Bengals, Dolphins, Bills because the Dolphins play the Patriots. Yeah, okay. So that's a tough stretch of games to end the season. And I've always said in the AFC, nine wins is iffy. Ten is probably definite of getting into the playoffs. So out of those, out of this game, the next three, can they win three out of four? That would be a lot to ask. So this is one that they definitely have to get, though. I mean, Mac Jones looked a little better in Arizona. Still, it, still the, the offense still doesn't look, I guess, operational. It's a lot of screen passes and the occasional up-the-seam throw to, like, Hunter Henry or something. I, I mean, I do wonder with Matt Patricia looking across the sideline and seeing Josh McDaniels, and I think a lot of people who are Patriots fans are clamoring for the days of McDaniels running the offense. Maybe Patricia tries to get more aggressive, spread the ball out, 
kind of set it up for the Arizona game. I'm going to hold out hope. Go with the Patriots on this one. All right, coming down to the last few games. So we have Titans, Chargers, three and a half points spread here. I mean, the Chargers, we know Justin Herbert. The offense seems to be uh, clicking a little better with the uh, with guys coming back, you know, Williams and Keenan Allen. Tennessee, we kind of know what Tennessee is. They're still Derrick Henry-centric. Tannehill has been okay. Uh, I believe Traylon Burks is questionable for this one. I'm going to take the upset here. I think the Titans get it done. I believe the Chargers defense struggles against the run. Not exactly the best position to be in going up against Derrick Henry. So give me the Titans here. All right. I think I have, what, three games left? Yes. Bengals-Bucks. This is a game that a lot of people are looking at because... A lot of people like myself feel like the Bucks at some point have to turn this around. Brady is too good to suffer through a season like this full of, you know, seeing him on his back, getting up after taking a quarterback hit. Free runners at him because the offensive line can't pick up the blitz necessarily. Just, just him struggling for a full season like this. We were just not accustomed to that. But I think the Bengals are the wrong opponent to try to get right because I think with the Bengals, they are um, they're kind of hitting their stride right now. You know, they're locked up in a tie right now with the Ravens for the AFC North. Ravens have to have the tiebreaker because they beat them earlier in the season. But I feel like those two are on a collision course for the last week of the season. For whereas Bengals Ravens to decide that division, and I gotta tell you, I'm, I really think the Bengals find a way to win it. You know they have the tougher schedule down the stretch than the Ravens do. So I know the Bucks defense is not terrible, pretty good, but I just think the way the Bengals offense is going right now, give me the Bengals here minus the three and a half. Commanders Giants Sunday night game. This is might be. The best game on the schedule because these two teams played a couple weeks ago, ended up with a tie. That's where the 7 5 and 1 are for both of them. It'd be nuts if they ended up tying again. But the Commanders minus four and a half. I like the Commanders here. I've been saying for weeks that I think the Commanders get into the playoffs and the Giants fall out. So, with that thinking, the Giants would have to lose this game. Because I think the Giants maybe have one more win left in their schedule after this game. And I, like I said, I don't think eight wins get you into the playoffs in the NFC. So, give me the Commanders. Taylor Heineke, like, love what he's doing with the Commanders. They seem to play better for him, even though he's not, you know, Brady or Rodgers or something back there. But with this group, they somehow play better with him. So, give me the Commanders. And then... Monday night. Once again, on paper, this game looked so well in the offseason. It would have been defending champion Rams with Matt Stafford and, the, and that offense going up against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Well, here we are. Four and nine Rams, five and eight Packers. Stafford's not even playing. He might be done. 
you know, with this whole spinal cord injury, neck issue that he has. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, will I watch this game? Yes, because I just like football. But in terms of a winner, maybe it's a lot having the Packers seven and a half point favorites. Baker Mayfield looked pretty good. His first uh, appearance for the Rams after, what, 48 hours with the team. I'm assuming that with, you know, a full week of starter reps and all that, he might look even better. I'm going to go with the Rams plus seven and a half. I don't know if they win the game, but I feel like this game is destined to be much closer than a touchdown spread. So there you are. Those are my picks. Uh, I guess I'll just do this part for the tiebreaker. Just have a little bit of fun with it. So how many total points would be scored in Rangers Packers? I'm thinking it's probably going to be like a 26, maybe 20... 26 20 type of game. So let's go 46. There you are. Oh, well, I'll do that off camera. But uh, yeah, so those are my picks for the week. Once again, let me know down in the comment section if you agree with it or not. And yeah, so before I get out of here, just let you know Tuesdays and Thursdays, and starting. I guess this coming Monday, I'll be on Sports Empire Network now, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Monday, Cheap Seats Podcast will be our first episode. Tuesday nights, Big Three Podcast. Thursday nights, Pre-Gaming Pigskin. Uh, 7 o'clock for all of them. And you should definitely tune in. They're really good shows. You know, dealing with some of, some of the other guys over there on Sports Empire Network. They have a good time. We're all big sports fans. You know, give our takes, have great debates, and sometimes a little bit of trash talk. So I think you guys will really enjoy it. So make sure Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, you know, check me out over there. But just check out every night over there on the network. There's always a good show on. And then Friday nights, check me out, JJL Sports Talk Show with Jordan, who I do the Tuesday Big Three podcast show with. Um, and also look out because I think the next coming weeks we might start doing a second show Mondays as well so get a double dose of myself over there with Jordan really good show as well you know we talk sports as well and yeah it's just a fun chill time so I I know you'll love that as well but thanks for tuning hopefully you enjoyed this episode if you did you know what you got to do like button subscribe share notification bell all that good stuff Uh, Leave a review as well. I would really appreciate that. Let me know what you like about the show, what you don't like. Fully open to any criticism as well. So definitely do that. Um, But as I always say, be safe out there. God bless. And have a great one. Coming up on Christmas, what, end of this week here. uh, Actually a week out from Christmas. So definitely enjoy the holiday season and, you know, Tell your loved ones that you love them. Spread love. Give somebody a hug as well. So uh, definitely catch you guys in the next episode. And I'm out. I'll see you later.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.